have you ever wondered why your great vision wasn't realized? You know, successful entrepreneurs, what we all want to do is create a vision, you know, taking us from where we are now to where we want to go. And to realize that vision, we've got to get focused. Well, many of us are focused. We're like lasers. We want it to happen. But there's a missing element. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how do you take that idea, that focus, that energy, and harness it so you realize your vision each and every time. Not only yourself, but your whole team to enroll them to really make a difference. I've got an unbelievable special guest that's going to share with you exactly how to do that. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Kathy, I am so excited to have you. Kathy Davis from Strategic Coach. She is one of the top project managers in the world. And not only is she a project manager for Strategic Coach, but she is one that's helping all kinds of entrepreneurs who are involved in Strategic Coach. And I've had the privilege of spending some quality time with Kathy. And, you know, after meeting her and seeing the energy and what she's able to accomplish, I wanted to have her by the magic of Skype. I'm in Silicon Valley. Kathy's in a place where I sold a firm, so I know it really well, Winnipeg, Canada. Kathy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, John. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's, we want to dive right into it. And, and, you know, one of the things I'm thinking as you grew up, you know, as a young gal, you, you didn't wake up and say, I'm going to be at five years old, I'm going to be a project manager. Tell me some of the evolution, because you are one of the tops in the world. And, and so many of us as entrepreneurs, what we want is it's not that we really want project managers. We just want the projects complete. <laughs> and you're yeah. one that just, you know, take that ownership part and work with the team and make it happen. And I've seen it over and over again. You know, how, how did you get to there? Yeah, I absolutely. I did not even know that project management was a thing that I could do when I went to school, you know, through high school and university. It wasn't something I actually studied. And fast forward a little bit into Strategic Coach. I've been with Strategic Coach for 13 years now. And they're such a, a wonderful example of a unique ability organization. They really look at their team's strengths and try to organize them into those strengths. And when I started at Coach, I was actually in a really administrative role. And, and you know what? I, I was successful. I did what I needed to do. But what they noticed was that the things I really excelled at, the things I really did well, were actually organizing projects and getting things done and doing new and different things. And over the years, I moved into more and more positions where I was able to do that on a daily basis. And, and I'd say probably about you know seven years ago, I started working specifically with Dan Sullivan on the creation of the Strategic Code Program and, and project managing all of his projects. But it really was because they recognized that that was something that I had a natural ability in doing. My strengths, my, my Colby profile, a profile we use at Strategic Coach, is really geared around organizing projects. I'm very responsive. And, and I think that's something that's really important in an organization, especially with entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs, like you said, lots of ideas, 
lots of things on the go and having someone that can jump in and take action on the things that are most important to you, I think is a really important component. Well, let's dive in because this is near and dear to every entrepreneur who's either watching us on the video podcast or listening to us on the audio podcast. What what we all want to do is we want the results. And, you know, and it's a real challenge to decide who should be on the bus with us, who are the right teammates. And maybe, first of all, let's let's talk about what what is a project manager. And then I'm going to ask you, Kathy, to go, not only what is a project manager, but, you know, where do we find these people or do we groom them as, you know, someone like yourself as well? But let's start with what does a project manager do? I mean, you know, do they, you know, you hand them widgets and they do it? You know, what, what is it? Yeah, I mean, I think that the simple definition in the definition Dan uses are people that make things real. So as the entrepreneur, as the visionary, as the leader of the organization, Dan's role is to make it up. He's really creating that big vision, and he needs someone in place to make it real. And then other team members that are going to actually make that, that project or that, that thing re- recur in the organization. So that would be the simple definition of it. I think that entrepreneurial project managers are are different breed, and I don't think there's an, an, a specific mold that fits that project manager. I think it's really specific to the entrepreneur, what you do, what your role is, and the type of person that you want to have working with you. I know that with with me and Dan, it, it really developed over time. I wasn't specifically working with him, but then he just recognized some qualities in me that he finds really important in the people that he works with. So I think you were you were a little bit right when you said it's a position that is really is really groomed that you you come to know and understand. Well, I, I got to tell you, Kathy, I, I have a, a few project managers, and you know I love them. And as entrepreneurs, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have Kathy on, is the relationship you develop with your project manager is so great. The concept of the entrepreneur and the way I've found it to work well, and I know from my experience working with Dan and yourself, I think it's very similar, is that my job is to really you know, point the organization in the direction. You know, It could be whether we're manufacturing widgets or we're doing multi-million dollar engagements, intellectual property, whatever it is, professional services, so on. But they're usually broke into projects and focuses, and we have to prioritize them. As entrepreneurs, we like new things. And as we do that, you know, we can advance it. I can kind of paint a picture, but then I need some help making it real. And, and why don't we talk about the 80-20 process and how you guys use impact filters too, Kathy? Because this has been helpful. I've been in Strategic Host for four years, and, and some of this stuff I did before the 80-20 I did, but not the impact filter. And, and the idea of getting the ideas down and it, handing them off. We've got both of us on the same camera. I feel like I could push it over to you, Kathy, here. <laughs> and, but how does that work? And you know, not only for Dan, but I, I want to give it to you know, our whole audience. How, how do they make this happen? Because so many times they pushed it off to someone else and nothing happens or very little you know, frustration happens. Definitely. And I mean, and I think that's a big distinction between what Dan calls a project manager and a process manager. So a project manager is someone who who likes new things, who's excited by your ideas, engaged and really wants to help move them forward. A process manager equally as important in an organization is someone who really develops structure and systems around things that already exist. So as you know, as a I'm going to stop you just for a second. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why I think this is a really important distinction, because as entrepreneurs, we make the mistake of hiring 
you know, the same person in, you know, for both roles. And so as entrepreneurs, there's so much opportunity out there. You know, the, the 10X, the ability to multiply ourselves, technology like we're doing today, whatever you're doing, but as we take advantage of these new opportunities, that's where a project manager comes in because they're not real yet. But one, and there are weird people like you, Kathy, that like new projects and that can help make them real. And then, then once they're real and they're proven out so they can be scalable, then they go to a process manager who creates the systems, puts the technology into place to scale it up and multiply. And they get excited, not about a new project, but they get excited about efficiencies along the way. Definitely. And that's the right order. It's the idea, it's someone to make it real, and then it's someone to make it recurrent. You just exactly hit the nail on the head. It's all about multiplying it at that point, but it needs to be put into place. And a lot of entrepreneurs experience the resistance when they hand their projects or their new ideas off to someone who's more of a process manager. Because like you said, system structures, it's all about building that consistency. And when you come in with a new idea, essentially that's gonna go to the bottom of their list because they already have the list of things that they know need to happen to make things recur. So it's all about knowing who the right person is. And, and they are different people. I mean, everyone can play either role for a certain amount of time, but as a team member, you will naturally fall into that. I mean, I started as a process manager at Strategic Coach, and I would intentionally break things or change things because I needed that sense of new. And, and that was definitely recognized at Coach, which is why they started putting me in more and more project manager type roles. So definitely, you want to make sure that you're handing that idea off to a project manager. And like you said, the 80%, and we use that a lot at Strategic Coach, it's all about momentum. It's all about you know getting that first bit off and passing it to the next unique ability, the next person who's going to take it that next you know stage so that things move quickly rather than just trying to do the whole 100% yourself. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's so tempting to want to do everything. You know, as entrepreneurs, we one of the traps we fall into is we think we're the best at doing everything. And nothing great happens by yourself. And so right. project manager, if we can advance it, you know, the vision, the big picture of that 80%, but not get caught up in the details, bring it to someone like yourself or to some of my teammates that are fantastic mm -hmm. at this. And hopefully you, our fellow entrepreneurs listening, have it. You want to transfer it pretty quickly to make it real. Definitely. How, how, how do you guys do that, Kathy? Well, I think the first 80%, so from the entrepreneur in that initial handoff, what it should be is it should be the why. Is why is this project important? You've got this great idea. You really sold yourself on it. You know the importance, the purpose, the ideal outcome. You've got a real sense of what that is and you've sold yourself. You need to package that why so that you can then best communicate it to your project managers. That's where you're really going to sell someone like me on the vision and the importance of it. And then you're going to engage me and enroll me in the project. Well, that's, uh, I'm going to stop here. Just yeah, I, I, I get too excited. I interrupt you here. But... <laughs> But the reality, what Kathy's saying, and this is a mistake that we make and I've made personally, is we forget to sell to our project manager. And we want to give them the opportunity to do a pushback as well. That, Definitely. you know, is this the right priority at this time? Because oftentimes they've got a better vision of what's going on in the real world in our organizations than we do. But it's a sell, it's enrolling them in giving them enough information so that they can use their own intellectual, their unique abilities, as well as their teammates to come back with something that becomes real. 
Right. So you're, you know, you're supplying the why and your project manager should really be the one who's supplying the how it's going to get done, what's going to happen to get it done, who's going to be on the team in order to get it done. You know, they're filling in those blanks. And, and it is a sell. Your entrepreneur is your natural born sellers. That's what you, you know, that's what you excel at. So really using those skills on the backstage with your team the same way you do with your clients is really how, you know, you're going to you're going to get the most from your team because they're going to be excited and engaged in your ideas. And I think it was important that you said, you know, the pushback. And I think that's one of the, the things that are best with, with Dan and I is he trusts me to push back. He says his natural, you know, inclination is to push, push, push. And if you don't push back, you know, you're going to get in the weeds really quickly. So you need to have someone in your project manager role who's going to feel, feel comfortable enough to say, okay, there's a lot of cars on the road. We put one more car on, everything's going to grind to a halt. So let's look at priorities. Let's look at what's most important to the business right now in terms of how we're going to grow and figure out what that looks like. Because, you know, project managers, we want to get stuff done. We want to move on to the next project as well. So it's all about efficiency and, and how we can get that big picture into reality for you. And let's go to, uh, we have a segment. Let me play it here. We call it life intrudes, Kathy. And, you know, the, the reality is nobody gets out of life unscarred. And usually it's those scars that actually help us be even more successful. Tell me about, you know, the, your journey on the project management. Where was that tough moment that really made it even clearer and stronger? You know, it, it was in it was in the pushback. Early on, I mean, I was I was working with Dan, owner of the company, visionary, you know, really excited to be in that role. So being responsive, and I'm very responsive, I would just respond to absolutely everything. And, you know, you can get yourself into trouble that way because you can't do everything. Like you said, you can't be everywhere all the time. And, you know, I got to the point where I just, I projects were falling through the cracks. Things weren't happening the way they were supposed to. I wasn't happy with the way they were happening. And, and that is when Dan said to me, okay, if this is going to work between us, then you need to tell me when it's too much. You need to push back and I need to let you do that. I need to give you permission. And I think that's the big thing for the entrepreneur is, is you really do need to communicate that, that that's okay for them to push back. They don't, you know, that's not our natural ability. We want to do great things for you. We want to show up. We want to be heroes. So you actually have to be explicit about the, the, the pushback that um, you're willing to let your team give you. The other thing I think that's really important are deadlines and being explicit right out of the gate about what kind of delegation it is and what your deadlines are. For Dan, I, I, you know, he's an entrepreneur, lots of ideas, lots on the, on the go. And I was involving him in every step of the way in the project. And sometimes he just doesn't want to do that. So we learned early on as well that right at the beginning of the project, we would discuss the deadline and we would also discuss how much he wanted to be involved in the project. Is it something where you want constant involvement or is it something that, you know, all the way to the other end of the spectrum where you just want me to make it disappear and make the decisions that need to happen? So once we put that in place right out of the gate, it made communication and it made involvement so much easier between the two of us and more and more stuff can get done that way. Yeah, it's, it's so important. And, and this is something too that, it's a learned skill on both sides because, you know, your, your employees, your, your top employees obviously want to do well by you. And so they're there, they're, they're hard charging, they want to please. And the, the challenge is we can, you know, really totally burn them out <laughs> without, yes. yeah. without any problem at all. 
And at the same time, many of the times the entrepreneur doesn't know. And this is where I think we've got a real opportunity to go ahead and make a difference by giving them permission to push back. And I'm sure Dan's not that dissimilar to me in the sense that when he does, I get pushback, you know, I process it. And sometimes I'm going to agree. Sometimes I'm not going to agree. We're going to re-alter things and so on. But this is critical. In the relationship, you've got to have somebody strong enough that they feel comfortable doing that. Now, Kathy, what, what I want to dive into is let's go to the next segment. And what you're so passionate about now that you're working on. Um, I think for me, the thing I'm, I'm most passionate about right now is I'm really working not only with Dan, but all of our associate coaches on the, the development of content for the strategic coach program. So actually figuring out what is going to be shown in the workshops. And I think for someone like me, this is really exciting because I'm a bit of a puzzler. I like to put things together. I like to make connections. I'd like to, you know, see the whole big picture. So this is an opportunity for me to respond to what's happening in workshops, to respond to what Dan is learning and what the associate coaches are learning, which is what I do as a project manager, and then kind of make things up myself. So as much as I'm a project manager and I like to make things real, the project I'm working on right now gives me a lot of freedom and a lot of opportunity to, to play on the other side of the line and do a little bit of the making making things up. So, you know, I just, I, I love it. And, and I encourage you to do that with some of your team because that's really how you develop a self-managing company. It's it's creating more leadership within the organization. And and I think all organizations should be leader-filled. So I think it's, a, I think it's well, an important thing and it's something I'm excited about. Well, and Kathy, one of the things that I talk about on the podcast, because you know, I have a number of companies and I'm hanging out in Silicon Valley at my pool house as global headquarters. And we've got a pretty sizable business. And if I remember correctly, uh, Strategic Oat has a number of offices, but none are in Winnipeg. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, and so one of the, the the most important parts is by creating this structure, you can. It's amazing what you can do, and giving the freedom. You know, once you're you're engaged, you really understand kind of the vision, where we're going, the creativeness. I mean, I, I love having really talented people that I have the privilege of working with, and the magic that we can create together. And a great project manager. That's that's huge. So I mean, phenomenal. Now, what I want to do, I'm going to switch to a very important segment, the app of the day. Kathy, what is, you know, your fellow entrepreneurs, because really everybody at Strategic Coach, self-managed companies, everybody's an entrepreneur at uh, the companies I have, everybody is an entrepreneur. How do, what would you recommend, uh, you know, an app that you use on a regular basis that would really help our fellow entrepreneurs? Um, an app that I use religiously every day is an app called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Well, I'll put it up. So I, I, I use this and I, I'm going to give a little point counterpoint we did over, I think, a drink one time, but uh, <laughs> I love this. Why don't you tell how you use it? So I, you know, the, it's, it's a really flexible project management software type of app. And I use it as a dashboard. You can create little boards within this app and you can see things at a glance. So I can organize all my projects like a dashboard so I can mm -hmm. see things really quickly. I can move things around. I can change priority. It's just a great at a glance. It just keeps me on top of things. I can add things in easily. So if a new idea comes in on the fly, I can shuffle things around. Like I said, you know, too many cars on the 
road. It's just an easy, quick, visual way to organize what's most important. Well, and, and I was sharing with you, I, I still use uh, Trello. It took me a while to figure out how to pronounce it, too. But the, uh, <laughs> but the other part I've started doing, I just want to bring it up. Fellow Ari Mizell wrote a book, uh, the, I think it's called The Art of Doing Less and being more efficient as an entrepreneur. And he's really done some great work in this area. What he taught me to do is to try to move away from to-do lists and to actually, you can set it up email systems. I use sanebox.com to send myself, if there's a project like I need to talk to you, Kathy, about at such and such a time, I can just put in the time, send it to sanebox and it will email me. So it shows up in my inbox at that time. And I found that the combination of the two to be extremely powerful. Absolutely. I mean, I I spend all my time taking action, so I don't want to spend a whole lot of time doing to-do lists. Like you yes. said, I'm not a to-do list type the, of person. The hundred, but to-do lists is just a little too much. Yeah, that's just, that's another project unto itself. So, but for me, it really is just the visual dashboard type thing, so I can keep an eye on the things that are most important. Okay, let's go to the next. I want to get some more insights because you're out there in the trenches making all this stuff happen. Let's go to the book of the day. Kathy, what is the book of the day? What, what would you recommend to your fellow well, entrepreneurs? I just recently finished a book called Contagious. The, the author's last name is Berger. It's Why Things Catch On. I'm going to put it up on the Amazon. This is a book that I've read too. And Kathy, why do you like this for... Uh, I mean, I think it's important because it's he. I think he calls it the, the psychology of talk and social transmission. So it's the whole idea of of how ideas catch on, and it's important to me in my role at coach because you know we're always developing new content. So, kind of understanding the the psychology of how things catch on is important for me because then it's I can use that in in how I'm helping Dan and strategic coach create their workshops, and you know it's a world of of social social media socialness happening out there right well, now so getting clear on the stages i think it's just a good thing for anybody yeah it's a, it's a great book I, I was kind of joking with kathy as we were kind of setting up for this call and uh, she told me the book and i my uh, chief operating officer ron reynolds had given me the book because he loved it i was thinking geez project manager or operational people because i do think it's predominantly for marketing but it's a it's really, I'm here you know, from operational people as well, is that the, for all entrepreneurs, in today's world, we talk about 10x at strategic coach, multiplier effect, you know, exponential growth, our friend Peter Diamandis, and this shows how it happens. And it's, you know, it's an academic, well-researched, but also well-readable, and you're going to really enjoy it's it. It's easy read, yeah. yeah. It's a one plane ride across the country, Reed. And, Absolutely. Great, yeah. great stories. And, and I just, I think it's important because, you know, we all have ideas that we want to catch on. You know, we all want people to talk about our ideas or us or something. So understanding how to present that, I think, is just universally important. Okay, well, let's go to the next segment, which is the one entrepreneurial insight of the day. So, Kathy, what I'm looking for here is, I mean, you have so many insights. I had a chance to dinner with you over at Dan and Babs, uh, Bab Smith, Dan Sullivan's wife's house uh, when we were in Chicago together. And, you know, we just all got going on so many ideas. Well, can't do that here. We got the limitation. What's the, you know, for your entrepreneurial peers, for all these successful entrepreneurs out there, 
What would be the one insight over the, you know, your career that you want to share that's going to help them accelerate their success? I think the biggest insight that I could share would be to what we call it, coach, stay on your side of the line. So when you are making things up, when you're in that visionary role, stay in that role. Like you had mentioned earlier, it's really easy. You know, you started your, your businesses. You can do everything. You have those capabilities, of course. But to get to that next level of capability and growth in your organization, you need to focus in on the things that are going to have that big multiplier effect. And you can't do that when you're doing everything. So figure out what's most important and stay on that side. And for your team members as well, you know, have them figure out and organize themselves, you know, process managers, project managers, wherever they fall within that and stay in that realm because that's where you're going to have the most passion. That's where you're going to see the greatest results. And that's where the greatest teamwork happens because you know who the people are you can pass things off to. So de definitely stay on your side of the line. Yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. Let's go ahead and we're going to do the key takeaways. So Kathy, these are the key takeaways that I'm taking away that I want to share with my entrepreneurial peers and that they should be thinking both internally as well as taking with their senior team. First thing that jumped out at me is the 80-20. You know, 80%, we're not responsible as entrepreneurs to doing the full 80%, I mean 100%. We have, to, we have to create the vision, get clarity enough that we can hand it off to a project manager. We do 80%, they're gonna do the next 20, but they're gonna then on that little square that they have, they're gonna do the 80% there, gain the clarity, the all that we talked about. And I think that's just so important because it's tempting as entrepreneurs that we have to do so much. And if we just take, you know, using a strategic coach term, unique ability, our skills, what we're really good at and advance at that 80%, it's amazing. You can surround yourself with a great team that can take it. So that was number one. Yep. Number two was the difference of project management versus process. And I have both in my organization, as you do as well in yours, and they are very different people. It's not that they couldn't do both, but they enjoy different parts. Project managers are fine with the new shiny thing. The fuzzy, it's not quite put together. Process managers don't like that. They're looking at efficiency systems. Understand the difference. And for you know any of the organizations that have scale, have both, have multiple, depending on the scale that you have. And then I'm going to go with your your insight of the day. I'm if my team was behind me, <laughs> and they would say, John, it's good advice. You're not always following it, but stay on your side of the line. I've gotten a lot better over the years. Stay on your side of the line there. You know, this is why we surround ourselves with so many talented people that they can actually go and do it not only as well as we can, but in many cases, much better than we can. But we got to give them the opportunity. Kathy, how did I do on that? No, those were absolutely wonderful. I think you, you nailed them. And, and I think in terms of the 80%, I think the reason that's so important is, you know, you're not literally doing 80% of the work. It's a mindset. It's the whole idea of just taking that first step you can take and passing it off to the next ability you know is going to be able to take it to that next step. I think it gives your team tremendous amount of permission to step away from the perfection because when perfection, you know, 100% comes procrastination and feeling as though you're not doing what you need to get done and just that whole sensation of being in the gap and, and concerned with, you know, progress, like, 
perfection rather than just progress. So I think just the, having that mindset and communicating that mindset to your team will just, you'll see a jump in, in results for sure. Yeah, it's, it's freeing on both sides of the line, really, Definitely. You know, for everybody. Yes. One of the things we're in business, not only, you know, we want to have more business and all that, but we're in business to have a great quality of life. And this allows it, you know, Kathy said how much she enjoys coming in. I love it. Our team loves it. It is, it's, it's an amazing, you know, adventure and journey that we're all doing together to make a huge impact and do well by doing it. And that's what we can all do as entrepreneurs today's world. So let me go to the last segment here. And Kathy, we're going to talk about resources. I'm going to pull up for Strategic Coach. It's a pretty easy one. You can go to strategiccoach.com. One of the things, though, that you mentioned that I, I want to point up, and I'm going to pull up here, is the uh, the blog. I have that on the screen, Kathy. Tell me, tell our uh, listeners and viewers what's there and, and how they get there, too. Absolutely. So it's it's our blog. It's called Multiplier Mindset. So you can either just Google Multiplier Mindset or blog.strategiccoach.com. And this is an amazing resource that we've pulled together. And there's lots of contributors from Strategic Coach that add to this blog. So Dan is always on there sharing his insights. Shannon Waller, our, our team experts, always on there. I have a little reoccurring blog called Confessions of a 10 Times Team Member where I just muse about my insights and things that I've learned as, a, as an entrepreneurial team member. Our coaches, lots of people contributing to this site. So there's always lots of little bits of wisdom and ideas and things for you to think about. So I just, I really encourage everyone to to pop on and, and take a little look around. Well, and, and we are all on this journey together. I mean, the motivation to put together Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success, the podcast, the webinars, the uh, conferences came from hanging out at Strategic Coach with the whole team. So you know, it's, it's great to be together again, Kathy, even if it's only virtually, but <laughs> I, I really want to thank you for sharing your insights and your wisdom. And I want to encourage everyone to go out there and make a huge difference by having the right people working with you so that you can realize a vision and change the world. The world's great. counting on you. All the best. Thank you.